Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of RN Right Now. I'm Hillary. And I'm Salma. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about the hot topic across the country, maybe the world. And we kind of discussed this on our last episode vaccination. <laughs> Whether you're for it or against it or don't know or don't care. We're just going to give you some information that you might want to know or maybe you didn't want to know. Take it or leave it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see. Where do we even start? So COVID-19 vaccine. Is that the official name of it? Actually, I don't even know. I think so. I think. So there's two companies, right? What are the two companies that are currently giving it? So there's Pfizer and Moderna. Right. So the first one that came out was... Pfizer mm-hmm. and the second one that came out is Moderna now I don't know if like one or the other there's more of or or do you know um, there's a difference? all I know was that Pfizer came out first because they were already a big company they're private uh-huh. um well funded. they're all private it's more privately funded Moderna got help from some of the local um like governments and public health stuff. and it's funny because when you look at it like healthcare, everybody thinks healthcare is a public situation but healthcare is actually mostly run by private like all the hospitals and stuff are private so when a company like Pfizer puts its own money in it you see things get done faster Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time there's pros and cons about getting private money and public money and like we said just a little more money and you can do it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I mean healthcare at least in our country is a business so you know that's why all the private sectors take over I want to know even where the money is going or like, you know how we're getting it for free-ish? It's, oh, it, the vaccines? Yeah, yeah, it feels like it's free, but I don't so know. So are they billing insurance companies or no? You don't even need, when you sign up online, do you have to provide insurance information? Well, I got it through my hospital, so I'm not sure if the hospital paid for it because I didn't have to give any kind of insurance information. Did you have to sign up online too? No. So what did you, you just showed up at your hospital? I just showed up and signed the consent form. All it said was, here are the risks and benefits. And uh-huh. Go, go get your shot. Okay, so that's interesting because I wasn't sure if, like, you had to do it and put your insurance information on there um, or what, like, exactly what you had to do to even get it. So that means probably insurance companies aren't part of paying for it, if that's the case. Maybe, but what about all the normal people out there that aren't healthcare workers. Um, so let's see, it says in Orange County, you can sign up on Othena.com. And basically, you can sign up there to get vaccinated. Um, but I don't know, I haven't used it. So I don't know what they ask you exactly. Mm, but it looks but like a private company or a, a private um, website that specifically has like organization providers so it looks like you can do a bunch of stuff on this website and just so happens to be sign up for the vaccine is one of them Mm -hmm. oh but also it says like a common question is who is paying for the COVID-19 vaccine right and it actually says it's being purchased with U.S. tax dollars so we are we are (laughs) we already paid for it so then what what happened to all the other programs my tax money was supposed to go for now that it went for the vaccine i don't know is that why your taxes are gonna go up (laughs) in addition to everything else that's been happening (laughs) crazy but anyway enough about money (laughs) we could talk about the two vaccines 
Salma, what do you know about them? So let's each? see. So like we said, Pfizer and Moderna. So the first one came out that's Pfizer, and they ha- are in an emergency use. Um, I think both are emergency both. use, uh-huh. which means what's the difference if something comes out regular time versus emergency time? Do you know? Are you familiar? I think what I heard is that if something's emergency, there's not a lot of um, stipulation. So, for instance, like when you wanted to sign up, you just signed up and went. So there's not a lot of stuff that is involved in actually getting it. Um, And it's pushed out faster. And that's why they do it in phases. So they are for 16 and older only for the Pfizer one. Mm -hmm. Moderna is actually only for 18 and older. Yes, and um, with the age difference, uh, it's only because Pfizer included 16-year-olds in their research while Moderna only had 18-year-olds. Correct. And this is just based on an article that we found um, uh, on the internet. So we didn't validate any of the information, but um, it says that Pfizer shows 95%. What's the word? Efficacy. Effi- efficacy. <laughs> Um, to prevent COVID symptoms, um, infection, and Moderna was at 94.1. So there's not that big of a difference right. either. And I, it's because I read a lot of the research. If I find it again, I'll link it. Okay. Um, but the only reason why Pfizer was 95% is just because they had a bigger um, study. Study. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So if you guys know statistics and numbers, that makes a big difference in research. And then also it said the Moderna appeared to be slightly lower in people 65 and older, but that's also could be because of the people that they did studies on might not have Mm -hmm. been as much in that age group. Right. Um, They both consist of two shots. So a primary dose followed by a booster. So the Pfizer one, after you get the first dose, uh, you have to get the booster within 21 days or at 21 days. Sorry. At 21. Mm-hmm. And then for Moderna, it's at 28 days. Yeah. So, so that there's would about be a week four difference. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four weeks versus the three weeks for Pfizer and Moderna. Why do you think so? I don't I didn't I don't do a lot of research in terms of, you know, lab laboratories type stuff or even in school. But why do you think there's a difference in between like the week time. Was it because of the dilution of the medicine or how strong it was, like its dose? Uh, no idea. Because it's if you look at some of the other vaccines, like what other vaccines have boosters? I think hepatitis. Hepatitis B. B has a booster. Tdap. Uh-huh. But like the flu vaccine doesn't have a booster. You just get it the once every year, I guess because it's good for six months. It's good for the flu season. So it's good from like September to March or April, you're usually covered. So that one doesn't have a booster. Side effects. What do you know about any side effects that you've heard of, Hillary? So side effects, let's see. I've had a lot of coworkers who already got their complete set. So they got the first and second vaccination. and. Including myself, I've only gotten the first one, but I'm a lagger because I was kind of scared. You know, a lot of people are hesitant about it, but I'm hesitant because I have a lot of allergies. I'm literally allergic to everything, even the flu vaccine. I'm like slightly allergic to eggs, but I'll still get it. Do you get the preservative-free one when you get the flu shot? No. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Just take some Benadryl and go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) For me, the first shot, my arm was just sore. Mm -hmm. And 
I was texting Salma that day and I was like, you know, maybe I should do what that lady at our flu clinic does and do <laughs> some push-ups because she swears that after she does push-ups, she does not have a sore arm. Well, I always tell people after you get the flu shot that you should do some form of exercise because like, oh, should I use the arm that I don't normally use? And I said, if you use the arm you use, it's kind of like if you go to the gym and you work out, you're really sore the next day. But if you keep working out, you're not as sore. So mm-hmm, I told him it's mm-hmm. the same principle. Like if your arm's sore, you know, use it and Move then it, it yeah. usually helps. Or else you're just gonna have a dead arm there. Right. <laughs> and then, um, so I haven't gotten my second shot yet. I'll be getting it on February 4th. I got the Moderna shot, so that would be four weeks. And my coworkers though, they, they said their second one was a lot worse in uh-huh. terms of side effects. All of them only experienced the same as me. A uh-huh. sore arm, maybe a headache. For the first one? Yeah. Uh, but they said they had one actually had a rough night at work she had two rapid responses which means she had a really rough night because her patients were declining so she was having anxiety already from that and she was probably dehydrated from being so busy from work and she said that she was having chest pain and and having tachycardia Um, other friends they said they had fever up to 101 others up to 102 but they took meds and it went away in 24 hours and then some had nausea diarrhea and again headaches okay so and some were just fine yeah so it just depends (laughs) it depends on you your body um you know anytime you have any type of vaccination your body immune system starts to kick in so sometimes that causes those side effects Um, Oh, one group that I forgot to mention is neither of the vaccines have been tested on pregnant or lactating women. So as of now, they shouldn't get it. But did you say you knew someone that got it that was pregnant? Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it's kind of like pros and cons, right? Is it better to get the vaccine and like have a little immune response to it or get COVID while you're pregnant? Mm -hmm. So. It's, it's up to your physician. Contact your OB. Yeah, because some will say yes and some will say no. And then obviously, you know, you can make your own decision based on whatever information they give you. Right. Because even me having allergies, I consulted my own physician and they were basically like, well, you're not allergic to any of the ingredients inside the vaccine, so it should be okay. And actually another thing I experienced was just like slight um increase in my eczema i was just kind of irritated uh-huh. that day with my skin yeah uh-huh. i just got really itchy so like i said i just drank some allergy meds and went to sleep <laughs> <laughs> could use some of that all the time uh, true true <laughs> um so they're getting they're giving it in phases i don't know how it works in other parts of the country but for california where we're located uh they've already had started phase 1a so which included healthcare workers and long-term care residents so anyone in like skilled nursing facilities were convalescent homes that kind of thing um, they were in phase 1a so as of just this week um, we are now in phase 1b and so it's everyone that's in 1a in addition to that uh, individuals 65 and older those that could be exposed at work which include education child care emergency services, uh, food and agriculture. So in phase 1B, there's actually a tier 1 and a tier 2. So the ones I just named are tier 1. And the tier 2 of 1B is transportation, 
logistics, industrial, commercial, residential, sheltering facilities and services. So they're kind of breaking them up a little more. And then the incarcerated, so anyone in prison or a homeless population as well. They are mm. in phase 1B of phase tier 2 of 1B. Mm-hmm. And I was also reading California.gov uh, website mentioned that a lot of people, they were able to vaccinate a lot of people in phase 1A, so they were able to start part of 1B early mm-hmm. because they had uh, enough for the next group. Not in all counties. So it's also different by county, mm. which I'm not sure. I know this morning they were talking about um, LA County and uh, San Bernardino County. They're a little behind to do the mask. So they're trying to open all these mass vaccination sites. Mm-hmm. So Dodger Stadium, I think that we had talked about yeah. in our last episode. And Disneyland. Disneyland. Right. But for that one, they're a little behind. They said that right now um, Riverside County is actually going to be getting their, and Orange County are going to get their stuff a little quicker than mm. um, LA County and San Bernardino I County. I wonder why that is. And it's just regional, and it's it may be due to because of population mm-hmm. in terms of how many people are in LA County versus the other counties. So it just depends. They all have different departments. I guess so. And I think that's been one of the controversies when the rollout came was that they had this grand plan to be super organized and now it's just kind of not exactly going (laughs) as planned but from what we've heard everyone that's a healthcare worker that would be allowed to get it no one's had an issue getting it Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. everyone i know that wants it has gotten it same so yeah but do you know people who aren't a healthcare worker and already got it yes so i have some people that have posted getting it mm-hmm. and aren't in the healthcare field and they got it like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. so no clue mm-hmm. i mean more power to them i'm not one to say no you shouldn't get it right <laughs> i was just curious how maybe they got it but i haven't heard how Ooh, so maybe you know people who know people <laughs> true get them drugs and then there's phase 1c so that's the last phase which is going to be anyone 50 to 64 years of age and then 16 to 49 who have an underlying health condition or disability, oh. which increases their risk of COVID-19. Uh-huh. Then those that are maybe exposed at work. So any water and wastewater um, workers work for defense, energy, chemical hazardous material, communications, IT, financial services, and any government-based um, community uh, operations. So mm. that's what they have so far. And I don't know if this is supposed to take them into like March or February. I'm not sure of the time okay. frame. I think it just depends like on what they have and how much response they have of who's getting get it. And like I said, um, I mentioned to Salma before, OC and LA are looking for just volunteers to give out vaccines at like these major places Which is kind of crazy. We were talking because we get uh, texts and emails and voicemails every, every day. day from recruiters paying people to give vaccines yeah or so, even traveling somewhere yeah to so get i don't know if there's a shortage of people that want to get paid to do it which is why they need volunteers but it's kind of a weird thing to volunteer for when you're giving something like that mm-hmm. i can see maybe or you know maybe it was like helping out with the process but actually giving the vaccine um they're actually asking for volunteers so i think they're probably anticipating like a crazy turnout a which lot is of maybe people. why mm-hmm. but you know they didn't even request nurses yeah they were 
saying if you have a license in anything, like it, even if you're a physical therapist, a yeah, chiropractor, pharmacist, yeah, you can go and give and the vaccine. And even like certain MAs have certifications where they can draw blood. So there's some that can, I don't know if MAs are allowed, are they allowed to give vaccines? Yeah. 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 So um, now like, yeah, any, so if you're in any of those, this is the time to, if you want a side gig or a new yeah. gig, you can give vaccines. You want to <laughs> give back to the community? You can go ahead and sign up at LA or OC County. But look for a paying one first because <laughs> there's paying ones first. So <laughs> after you get, you need to get paid and, you know, Shh, pay Salma, rent. We were, we were trying to be good to the community. Well, they got to pay rent too. <laughs> no use in helping the community. You can't pay rent first. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so speaking about distribution of the vaccines, we have our tiers and how we're giving it at different sites, such as like LA Dodger Stadium, Disneyland. But we found something cool and interesting that Alaska is doing. So I was listening to a story on the radio and they were talking about the vaccine distribution in rural Alaska. And so they have a few challenges there is there's not really any way to get to like the village areas so they will drop people by like a plane will just land <laughs> and then from there they have these sleds that take them the people to the middle of where the villages are to vaccinate those because i guess in those parts like you're far away from right there's no main roads like trucks and everything won't even go across the snow so they'll go on these sleds to deliver the vaccines and then second part is because the temperatures are so cold, they were finding some of the vaccines were freezing. So what they had to do Ooh. was just put them in their clothing so just so they can get to a colder temperature other than freezing before they administer it. Otherwise, they would get there and they'd be fr like frozen almost, the oh containers. So they wouldn't be able to draw out the any of the vaccine from the vials. Wow. So the challenges. <laughs> Um, then there's just like Q and A's. So there's all sorts of information. Of How yeah. do you know what's real? It's crazy because of not. what people put on the news. It's kind of like what's on the news is what you want to see. You know, they cater it to what you look up on the internet, what right. news you look at. So what's real and what's fake? So according to the CDC, they have um, put out like question and answers, and then just like facts about vac the vaccine in general so you can go to the cdc.gov and look it up uh under coronavirus 19 2019 but um questions such as can the vaccine make me sick so hillary kind of talked about the side effects that people have another one that was kind of interesting was after getting the vaccine will you test positive and um, on the CDC website, it says no, no. Um, currently based on clinical trials in the U.S. Um, it says no. Um, it says if your body develops an immune response to goal of the vaccination, possibly you may test positive on some antibody tests, but not necessarily a COVID test. So I know someone that knows someone that got the vaccine and then happened to have a routine COVID test they were already signed up for prior five days later and they tested positive I don't know like yeah, it like, could be who knows mm, who knows maybe they the were reason? exposed but right. maybe the I mean, vaccine you don't know did it. there's still yeah. a lot of information people don't know but this is just things that we've seen through the grapevine mm -hmm. um, another question if you've already had COVID-19 and recovered do you still need to get vaccinated 
Yes. Uh, they recommend yes because you can get reinfected. Typically, if their guidelines are if you have it, you are probably okay for 90 days. Mm -hmm. um, That's three months, three right? Months. Yeah, the three yeah. months. So after 90 days, or sometimes people have a longer immunity to it or less. So that's, you know, up for dependent on the person yeah also. because you know how everyone before who got covid they're like no i already had it i had it i'm not gonna wear my mask whatever uh but it's like you could get it again and i know people who've got it two times three times already uh -huh. so people are just being stubborn the 90 days or after they got it i think after the 90 days yeah okay. and also with that the antibodies you know how you can test for antibodies and you might have it uh-huh since you had covid but then that disappears after the three months and so that's how they found out that you could still get covid again right and they did say yeah like there's been some cases in the trial where the vaccine will show up in the antibody test so that is a possibility mm -hmm. not just the regular covid test but the antibody test so then the next question would be after i get my complete vaccination do i need to still wear my mask and the answer is yes and why tell us why well there's not enough research out there to say that we all are going to be or not even everyone's going to get the vaccine for the mm -hmm. first part but um we just don't have enough research to know that we're not going to catch covid again you know or at all so we should all still just be precautious and be six feet away from each other and wear mm -hmm. our mask and then another question that people might have it's like will it alter my dna and it says, no, <laughs> it will not alter your DNA. Yeah. Um, messenger RNA vaccines, also called mRNA vaccines, are the first COVID-19 vaccine authorized for use in the U.S. And basically what it does, it teaches the cells um, to make a protein that triggers the immune response, so which kicks into gear when you get the vaccine. But RNA does not affect DNA is basically yeah. the shorthand and of that. And <laughs> no, the mRNA is not going to be a nano chip in your body with the government tracking you. <laughs> right? Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, crazies. Um, it says COVID-19 vaccination will protect you from getting COVID-19 and two doses are needed. So what happens if you get the first one and you don't get the second one? Do you have to start over? I don't know. I, that's what I'm wondering. I know people who got the second shot a little later than that day they were supposed to. Or what if you forget? Then, yeah, do you have to get the first one all over again and start over? No, so or should you not? Yeah, because they got it a couple of days after. Because I, I heard know. if you get the first one, you have some protection, but not as much as if you get both. Both. Mm -hmm. So Especially with the both, like we said, if you get both then in a week you're going to have that 95% protection from COVID. And then what about cost? We talked about that, right? So people are worried about if they have to pay. And for what we've seen, no one's had to pay for it. Right. And like we said, remember our, yeah, tax, our tax money is our going there. Our tax money is <laughs> going through that. I wonder what Canada is doing. I know. With our, <laughs> hey, our Canadian listeners, if you guys are doing something cool uh, with distributing your vaccine, please let us know because we're curious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but did you hear about all the people who quote unquote died oh, from yeah, the vaccine? So, you know, anything time something new comes out, there's a bunch of stuff. So we've seen all sorts of memes or things posted on Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, Instagram, TikTok. So what have you seen that's 
So I saw this um, nurse in Tennessee. She was on television. I don't know why they decided to pick her. If she has some like anxiety from a shot or she has a fainting disorder. But when she got the Pfizer shot, her first vaccine, she fainted on national television. (laughs) And so then after that, everyone on the news, like social media said that she died. (laughs) <laughs> she died from the COVID vaccine. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some people have had some adverse reactions, yeah, but, but I mean... Imagine you're her mom and you woke up seeing your daughter on the news that she died. And everybody posted that yeah. she died. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> the news literally says, like, she's well and alive. This is a picture of her in her unit taking care of patients still. <laughs> As Sama would say, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> so do they give you, like, when you get your vaccine, do they give you something that shows you got the first one and then lets you know when to go back for the second one? Yes. Or how to, okay. We got an immunization card. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like those old school ones. The yellow kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. if anybody has kids or if you're a kid, if you remember when you got the vaccination card, it has, like, all your stuff listed on there on a yep. little yellow paper. So we went back to the old school. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Thing. Like, because nobody's going to go and look for their old yellow book and put their COVID yeah. vaccine on there. So <laughs> what you could do is just take a picture and keep it on your phone so you don't lose it. That's right. what I do now with every, anything. Because yeah. <laughs> who carries paper nowadays, right? <laughs> Everything is paperless. Yeah. I thought we're not supposed to touch stuff because COVID. I think maybe as time goes on, there probably, I'm sure there's an app that someone's come up with already to have it on your phone. <laughs> mm. Oh, the the vaccination thing? Yeah. yeah. And there's that V-safe where if you get the vaccine, you're able to register for it. Mm-hmm. And then that's how the CDC will log all your side effects, um, what you're feeling every day after the shot, just so they can get more research. If you haven't data. already seen it on Instagram or TikTok where everybody that gets their shot wants to document <laughs> two seconds it's, after I got the shot. It's for science. It's, no. Everyone wants it for attention if they're no. putting it on Instagram. <laughs> no, if they we do don't that. care that you went to the bathroom and nothing happened. They're like day 10. We're like, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> we just wanted to know the next day, not every day. And they just turned it into this long drawn out thing. I'm going to have to mute everybody that started doing the day one, day 10, I'm going to do 20. it then so Salma can mute me. <laughs> I don't need to see 50 people on my feed. showing me the same thing every day for real yeah but also i love all the memes that came out from the covid company they also make viagra and so (laughs) (laughs) literally there were a bunch of memes about oh i got the covid vaccine and i woke up today like three inches longer oh my goodness (laughs) it's funny i think they use something else for that (laughs) are you sure you got i'm sure there'll be more to come (laughs) hillary and i know like at some point in one of our jobs we'll probably end up giving it so we can update you guys on how that goes definitely <laughs> because my co-workers now are giving the vaccine but i opted not to yeah. just because i didn't want to see them every day <laughs> <laughs> she'd rather test people yeah. for covid instead <laughs> mm-hmm. for some reason you know because if people make me mad i'm gonna be like i'm gonna go up your nose <laughs> bite me <laughs> well you could always be like i'm gonna make sure this needle goes very far (laughs) that's dark (laughs) you guys could trust us okay we're really good nurses (laughs) 
So yeah, that's the information we have so far. But if, if you guys have any additional information you can send us, or if you're in another part of the country or the world or Canada, like we said, um, let us know how the vaccine process is going over there. Mm -hmm. And we'll link some uh, research that we find that are reliable because don't trust the fake news. <laughs> Do your research before you go about <laughs> and spread it to people. Because you're the only one that can make an executive decision based on you know right you just have you just have to be in the know it's your own health so you want to make sure that you get all the information but not easy information mm -hmm. dig a little to find the information and after i get my second shot i'll come back here and tell salma <laughs> hey it's day 10 and i feel like this and we'll see what she says so if to you me. don't hear me on the next episodes because I, <laughs> i'm not she gonna see hillary me. for a while <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. And let us know what side effects you experienced, um, if anything was bad or good. We'd like to know. And also just like the process, like uh, did you have to check in? Did you just go show up? How you were able to get it? Who told you about it? Yeah. What? If you're not a healthcare worker, how did you sign up and get the vaccine appointment or walk in, whatever it was? And how long you had to wait? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.